I'm John Peters, one of the founders of Callaway's Nursery. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now here's Neil. Thank you, John, very, very much. And good morning, everybody. Welcome to our program. Glad to have you here and hope you'll stay with us for the next two hours. My uh, goal here is to help you with your lawn and garden questions. Let me turn down my mic just a little bit. Seems to be a little bit on the hot order. Set for uh, KL, KLIF microphones yesterday there. Maybe that'll work fine. Uh, good to have you. And let me uh, invite you to call us right now. The phone number, wide open right now, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Give us a call. Mike Bass is running the boards and answering the phones. Mike will be the first person you'll talk to, and then after that, you would be on the air with me, and I'd be mighty honored to have you there. So please do give us a call one more time. That number is 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. We begin the program every Sunday morning with a visit with the Fort Worth Botanic Garden, specifically with Stephen Hayden, horticulturist there. Stephen, good morning. Good morning to you, Neil. Beautiful morning. Chilly, chilly when I walked Zeus the dog today, but absolutely beautiful. So what's going on in the garden right now? Well, Neil, this week, Nick Estes, manager of the Japanese garden, and his team have been installing some Japanese-inspired features just outside the east entrance of the Japanese garden. They've been working with beautiful green schist boulders that have been installed to represent islands surrounded by sand-colored cobbles that do a wonderful job representing a sandy beach. It all looks terrific. These green boulders were originally part of a Japanese garden that was located outside the former First National Bank of Fort Worth on 7th Street, which was built in 1961. The garden was designed at the same time by the famous American artist and landscape architect Isamu Noguchi. In the 80s, the boulders were relocated to the Baganic Garden and now serve beautifully in their new role. So next time you enter the east entrance of the Japanese garden, don't forget to pause for a while and be sure to take in this new installation. How fun. It's um, interesting that even garden artifacts have, uh, have provenance, isn't it? They get uh, handed from generation to generation, garden to garden. That's right. They, uh, they've been yep, repurposed exactly and, look, right. and, look, and look marvelous in this new... Uh, new situation so uh, your featured plant this week is is one that i really love it's a it's a beautiful plant it brings a color to the garden that we don't have uh, there's going to be a grammatical error here but enough of in the fall tell us about it that's right greg's mist flower eupatorium gregii this plant's native to the trans pecos area of texas it's a woody perennial that grows 18 to 24 inches tall it has heavily dissected leaves with blue fluffy flowers that bloom from late summer through fall. It tolerates some shade and wet feet, which is, uh, is always a helpful attribute in some situations. I like to use this plant wherever I can in the perennial garden type situation so that I can extend the floral displays through the fall. A bonus is that it's not uncommon to see clouds of butterflies on this plant at this time of the year. That's a beautiful plant and you get some nice photographs on it so that's uh, that's something you really want to do and the monarchs coming through love that yeah, plant. Good, absolutely love good. that plant so great yeah, with Greg's mist flower eupatorium gregii go ahead you're going to say something 
Oh, I was just saying, I've, I've noticed it in the garden. Uh, it's, it's really coming to the forefront now, and it's, it's very valuable for this time of the year. So, uh, yeah. so uh, it's a good one. And events, you have an event to mention that we've talked about before here. Tell us. Yes, the floral gardening in the gardens continues. The show presents a fresh look at paper folding in the 21st century with large-scale origami-inspired metal sculptures. Emerging butterflies, big birds, grazing deer, and blooming flowers all celebrate the process of plant pollination. I never tire of seeing these colorful, whimsical, and kinetic sculptures. But, uh, they're quite a treat to have in the garden. Where are they in the garden? You have 110 acres. Where are we going to encounter these? Well, there's some enormous um, yellow canaries down by the field of marigolds that we planted. There's uh, some lilies up at the end of the garden at the turnaround at the top of the rose ramp. There's a, uh, a charming little squirrel as you enter the, um, the, the entrance to the boardwalk. Uh, those are the ones that come to... Oh, and there's some uh, wonderful cranes in the uh, Japanese garden. I think that particular one is called uh, Uprising, and there's a flock of cranes rising up into the air. So um, that's, uh, that's where you'll find some of them anyhow. How long will they be there, Stephen? Uh, until next spring. I think it's February, but uh, I'm not absolutely sure on that. Yeah, this is a nice time to see them, though, as the seasons change. This would be a great time. How does somebody find the Fort Worth Botanic Garden? We're just north of I-30 on University Drive across from Trinity Park. All right. A couple miles west of downtown Fort Worth. Same exit you take for the zoo, but you go north instead of south. Uh, same thing would be said about TCU. If you're going to Casa Manana, hey, you're right there. It's next door neighbor. So that part's easy. 24-hour information phone line. Somebody who has a phone and just is intent to get a recorded message anytime, night or day. What's that phone number? They can do that at 817-463-4160. All right. And then the, the up-to-date information, everything about the Fort Worth Botanic Garden is uh, housed on the website, and that is? It's all at fwbg.org. All right. Including information about how to volunteer, including information about how to become a member. Those are very important uh, pieces of information. You might want to consider that as a gift for the holiday season ahead. This is Stephen Hayden, horticulturist at the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. And Stephen, we thank you again, and we'll talk to you next Sunday. Thank you very much. Bye. Thank you, my friend. All right. That is sponsored by the great people at Advanced Foundation Repair. Well, we're back to dry again. We had a little bit of rain. I couldn't stand the prosperity. Let's get dry again. <laughs> Good gosh. If you're a foundation in this, uh, in this climate, it is a tough ride for you. Uh, so if you need foundation repair, let me suggest to you the company that is best in the business. I had a call yesterday asking for a referral. Who is that company you talk about? It's Advanced Foundation Repair at 214-333-0003. The estimates, the inspection, all of it is absolutely without obligation and without cost. They'll come take a look at your home, look at the foundation, They'll do the, uh, the, the, the inspection of the foundation with their equipment, and they'll tell you if there is a problem. They'll show you where it is, how bad it is, or if it isn't, if there's no problem, they'll tell you that as well. And yes, they can determine that through carpeting, uh, through uh, wood flooring, whatever. No problem. I was amazed when I saw that going on. We uh, 
have a house that was built in actually in three different stages. And stage number two was a sunroom that we added. It had been a screened-in porch, and it was too dusty for that use. Uh, we were still out on dusty county roads, and so we decided we'd enclose it and make it a sunroom. And uh, Neil and the builder designed it, and uh, it didn't go well. Uh, we did not put the piers in that the rest of the house had when it was designed by a, a full-fledged architect. And uh, that foundation has uh, has a history of having a problem initially. Well, Advanced Foundation Repair came out. They knew what to do. They made our house whole once again. They did it affordably. They did it quickly. That is the way that they do their business. And I said to Fred Marshall, I don't want any special favors. Do what, for me what you would do for any average customer. That is exactly what I am, an average customer. I don't want to be moved to the top of the list. I don't want to get a discount. I don't want anything. And uh, so I can tell you that the experience was excellent. That's what so many people have told me. And they've been very happy. It's advanced foundation repair. The whole process ends with a guarantee of the work, good for the lifetime of the house, transferable from owner to owner to owner. 214-333-0003, foundationrepairs.com. And uh, that's advanced foundation repair. I'm Angelita with Callaway's Nursery in Austin. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, back to Neil. That very talented nursery professional had been in the new Prosper store, and they were, they were making sure uh, to get her fully skilled because they sent her out on almost missionary work to Austin. They didn't have another store there, and they needed a first-class manager in Austin, and that's what she is, so in Cedar Park. Congratulations. All right, we are ready to go to our phone lines. We have a call. We'd love to have your call. Pick up the phone, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. This is Chad in Granbury. Chad, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, sir. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I have, How can I, uh, I have I have the best patch of dichondra in my St. Augustine grass, and I've tried 2,4-D, and it absolutely did nothing to it. Well, it will. Uh, it's more a secret of timing and uh, method of application. What kind of a sprayer did you use? I used a pop-up sprayer. Okay, that's what you should do. Uh, you need to use it under moderate, uh, medium uh, tank pressure, not pump to the maximum. I would put a drop of liquid detergent, dish, uh, dishwashing detergent. It does not have to be Dawn. Everybody seems to be just hooked on Dawn for some reason. Uh, just a, a drop of liquid dishwashing detergent in to break the surface tension of the little dichondra leaves to help hold the spray on the leaves. Um, and you'll have better results, Chad, frankly, in, in May than you will this time of the year because the leaves are very leathery now. They won't be in May when they're, they're succulent and young. Uh, it's, it's not a notoriously difficult weed to eliminate. Uh, one of the problems, however, is that it's usually growing beneath the St. Augustine, so you have to get the spray 
through the St. Augustine. You don't have to spray straight down. That's why you don't want to have too much pressure because you're trying to get it just straight down and the nozzle needs to go straight down onto the dichondra as you walk through the area. You almost have to walk backwards or, or spray off to the side. And uh, it's more technique than anything, but uh, and it probably will take a couple of springs because there are rhizomes uh, beneath the soil and some of those will green back up again and sprout up. But it can be done. I've done it. Hey, will it, will it hurt my St. Augustine grass? It will if you do it in the heat of the summer. That's another reason for doing it in, uh, in the spring or now if you want to try it one more time before it gets too cold. Uh, but uh, not at not above 85 degrees or so. Okay, well, thank you very much. You have to be more persistent than it is. I think that's the I think that's yeah. the secret. <laughs> I don't know. I've it's, got a good crop of it. You know what? I did too in one area of our uh, lawn. This is many many years ago, and I thought this is this is it's used as a, a lawn substitute in California. You probably have heard that, and I thought I. I could see why people would like that. So I thought I'll try it as a ground cover. And I dug it up. You may have heard me tell this story. I haven't told it in years, but I dug it up and potted it up and put it in my greenhouse. And within about a month, those plants in my greenhouse developed some kind of fungal leaf spot and they all died. And I thought, why can't that happen out in the yard? <laughs> but yeah, anyway, sure. anyway, well, good luck with it. I think you can, I think you're, I think you're up to the task. Okay. Appreciate your thank call. You very much. Yeah, thank you, okay. sir. All right, that line is open. So are the other two. We use three lines, and uh, this is the uh, this is the time to call. Uh, talk show host would be uh, I would uh, be very grateful for a phone call right now at eight hundred two eight eight W B A P. It's not that cold. You can crawl out of bed and give a call eight hundred two eight eight W B A P eight hundred two eight eight nine two two seven. Niels Perry's Lone Star Gardening is my book, and I have it on sale. I put it on sale about uh, six or seven weeks ago. Initially, it was to help my wife finish paying off her re-election campaign from the spring, where uh, she ran for re-election to the McKinney School Board and did so successfully. And uh, she is now the tenured member, we think, um, in the state of Texas. Out of the 7,000 or so school board members, she is number one in, in length of service, 40 years. She is a real public servant. And so thank you for helping her achieve that. Um, the uh, second uh, reason that I'm leaving it on sale is I have a, a project I'm needing and wanting to raise some funds for, and I'll mention it to you probably next week or the following week. Um, and uh, I need that help. And, and so uh, I'm leaving it at $34.95. This is a book that ought to cost a whole lot more. I self-published it with the intent of keeping the price low in the first place. Uh, it has 344 pages and 840 photographs, and those are both things that would run the price of any book up. It's printed on high-quality paper, and it is a hardback, not a paperback. It's printed in Texas, so the Texas printers could stay in work. I wanted to go to the press checks to make sure that the colors were being uh, printed all true to color. And all of those are things that should normally run the cost up. Chapter one is the basics of gardening in Texas. Things you have to know to get started anywhere in the state. It's written for every county in Texas. Chapter two is a calendar, a 48-page calendar, perpetual calendar, of when to plant, prune, 
fertilize and spray all the plants in uh, your landscape and garden. Everything you're trying to grow, I cover everything for every county on, on when to do all the different things. Chapters 3 through 11 cover trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. It took a month on each one of those chapters, a year to do the book, a lifetime to learn what I put in the book for you. I think you'll find that it will be the best gardening reference that you'll have for Texas. That's my not-so-humble-sounding opinion. I apologize for that, but I worked hard to, to back that up. I guarantee your satisfaction or I'll refund every penny you invest in the book at $34.95 and assign your copy as you buy it. So if you'd like to get a, a piece of that, all you have to do is either call my office or go to my website. That's because the book is not in stores and it's not on Amazon. You go to, uh, you, you call 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. You can call business hours Monday through Friday. The better way, though, is to order it from neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, and uh, do so right away. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone. Leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Pastor Tommy is our pastor. That's our church. And we are, we are so eager to invite you to join us. We don't go out and uh, hold up placards to invite people. It's not that. We just try to make it very inviting uh, to, uh, to come. Uh, we have four services, eight, nine, 10.05 and 11.10. The 10.05 service live streams, if you want to see how it uh, operates before you come in person, and the 11.10 service is, uh, is the one we're able to attend after I get off the air. But they're beautiful services in a historic old church built in uh, right around the 1900 era and added on to a time or two, but uh, maintaining that integrity of the old history of the church. 315 North Church Street in downtown McKinney, northwest of downtown McKinney, by a couple blocks. 
Um, at First United Methodist Church, sharingtheheart.org. Let me tell you about arborological services now. Anytime anybody asks me about tree work, if they're anywhere in the Metroplex, I refer them to arborological services. Now, if you call me on the air, I will refer you to a certified arborist. That's the phrase I will use because I don't give plugs to my advertisers. I never have in 47 years of doing commercial radio. I decided right off the bat, I'm not going to do plugola stuff. I just, uh, well, I signed something that says I won't do that. But secondly, it just doesn't sound good. But boy, when I get into an ad for arborological services, let me, let me, let me do this. Listen to this. They are the best in the South, number one. Number two, they have three arborists of the year for the state of Texas. Nobody has that many. Uh, they have a 13-time Texas State tree climbing champion, Miguel Pastanez. Nobody has anywhere near that many championships. And Miguel heads the crew that comes to our house. They have 12 International Society of Arboriculture certified arborists on their team. Most companies are, are doing well to have one or two, maybe three. They have 12. And these are college-degreed plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters. Do they know trees? Oh, my goodness, they do. Please, treat your trees to the best. Arborological Services. Arborological.com, 866-552-7267. The only people who will ever touch our trees. Arborological.com. Arborological Services, 866-552-7267. Neil Sperry and Callaway's go back since our nurseries opened. I'm Jackson with Callaway's and Richardson, the first Callaway's. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Jackson, very, very much. I was there the day that that store opened. It's been a wonderful uh, uh, 36 or so years that we've been working together. Um, I want to give the phone number and invite you to call. We have Melinda in the colony talking about perennials, and I want to help you, Melinda, because uh, the uh, care that you give different perennials will vary. David in Woodway near Waco uh, asking why his St. Augustine is thinning. And each of those questions may take longer than the uh, while I have before we have to hit the newscast here at 830. So please bear with me so I can give you a, a more decent answer to your question. I'll get right to you. I want to tell you about Wild Birds Unlimited. They are based in McKinney, this store that I'm talking about. There are other stores around, but the one you want to go to is Wild Birds Unlimited at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway near Tom Thumb. If you are in the McKinney or Allen or uh, uh, Frisco area, you probably know where the McKinney football stadium is. Well, it's just about a mile north of that, not even that far north of that on Harden. That's on Harden, so are they. If you get into Wild Birds Unlimited in McKinney, you're going to meet some of the most gregarious sales people who understand nature, understand wild birds and the feeds and the seeds and the, and the feeders and the nest box and all of the things involved with attracting birds into your backyard. They will help you. And they have a lot of classes. They have a lot of special pricings. Sign up for their newsletter and their emails. Wild Birds Unlimited, open Monday through Saturday, closed on Sunday, open 10 to 5, six days a week. At 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway, near Tom Thumb, it's Wild Birds Unlimited in McKinney. 
DFW's News, Talk, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 820 WVAP. And KPLX 99.5 FM HD2. A Cumulus Media Station. Trending now. Hitting back at Hamas. I'm Lori Waffenschmidt from the Newspray.com WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP first traffic and weather. On the ones. In Irving, an accident blocking two left lanes of 114 eastbound at Highway 121 International Parkway. And in Richardson, an accident blocking the right lane of 75 northbound at Campbell Road. Your WBAP weather forecast today, sunny with highs in the upper 60s. Tonight, clear with lows in the upper 40s. Tomorrow, sunny with highs in the upper 60s. Right now, it is 53 degrees in Dallas, 52 degrees in Fort Worth. Israel is still preparing for an invasion of the Gaza Strip after last Saturday's Hamas terrorist attacks. Speaking on One Nation with Brian Kilmeade, Israeli Defense Forces spokesman Jonathan Conricus says the Israeli military's airstrikes have done damage to Hamas attacking capabilities. And I think we have uh, been able to strike a lot of the logistic infrastructure that is crucial for Hamas and its ability to conduct long-range and uh, long-duration operations. Israel has sent messages calling for residents in the Gaza Strip to leave, but Hamas has ordered them to ignore the warnings and stay. The State Fair of Texas plans to open its gates at 2 o'clock this afternoon after a shooting on the fairgrounds last night left three people hurt. The preliminary investigation determined that one man shot at another man. Three people were shot. All have non-life-threatening injuries. Dallas police officer Melinda Gutierrez says one person was arrested after running from the scene. The shooting happened inside the food court in the tower building. From the WBAP News Desk, I'm Lori Waffenschmidt. Your next news update at 9 o'clock. Check back several times throughout your day and keep connected to News Talk 820 WBAP 99.5 FM HD2. Thank you, Lori, very, very much. Uh, let me uh, tell you right now about Callaway's. Callaway sponsors this entire hour of my program, and they have for many, many years. We've been friends a long time. The principals of Callaway's, the uh, people who uh, make the day-to-day decisions on the overall operations of Callaway's, and I go back, uh, what, 45 years, something like that. I really believe in them. And you will, too, as you get to know the people at Callaway's. Fall inspiration is waiting for you at your neighborhood Callaway's Nursery. Refresh your landscape and outdoor entertaining spaces with Matrix pansies, garden mums, and more wonderful plants and pumpkins from their extensive autumn harvest collection. Visit your neighborhood location and immerse yourself in everything autumnal. Their specialty pumpkins include all kinds of shapes, unusual textures, and unique colors. You can complete your decor by adding straw bales, and corn stalks, and metal art from the round top collection. Matrix pansies and garden mums will look spectacular and fresh new pottery on your patio. They add a welcoming touch of fall to your entry for all of your family and friends to enjoy. Callaway's hand selects a beautiful Matrix pansies specifically for their extra-large blooms, unique colors, and lasting flower power. You're going to love them as a continuous highlight in your landscape now until spring. Callaway's premium flower food will keep them happy and healthy. 
garden mums, and autumn favorite are perfect for adding that special seasonal touch with their full and lush colors in a rich palette of vibrant shades including gold, red, yellow, and more. These beautiful blooms are a great choice for containers or flower beds for rich color that returns year after year. They're open seven days a week at nine in the morning, nine to six, seven days a week for your convenience. That's Callaway's Nursery. They're spectacular. Oh, Callaway's Nursery. Life lived beautifully. Callaway's.com. It's the stuff. You behave and you listen to the police, what they tell you what to do. People are talking about. 99% of this stuff wouldn't even happen. News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP.com. 13 years ago, I got a phone call saying, we are with Sunburst Shutters and we'd like to consider advertising, I'd like to have you consider advertising our product on your program. And I said, well, that sounds very interesting. Let me come take a look. And when I took a look, I said, oh, yes. Because number one, I really liked the product. And number two, I really liked the people. I don't want to have somebody talking to my listeners who just doesn't seem comfortable to me. Well, these are the most comfortable people, nice people, so easy to work with, no pressure. It's not low pressure, it's no pressure, and they have a product that will sell itself. It's spectacular. Sunburst shutters are plantation-style shutters. That means they have large louvers, two-and-a-half, three-and-a-half, and four-and-a-half-inch louvers, and they're made of polywood. P-O-L-Y, polywood. It's a man-made substitute for wood. It looks like wood from 18 inches. I'm a woodworker. And from 18 inches away, you can't tell that they're not wood. They're not. It, you can't tell that they're not wood finished in the finest of technique. They look like a grand piano lacquered and, and hand-rubbed. They have um, uh, a finish that is just so smooth, like it's been sanded to a thousand grit sandpaper. I love doing that, and, and oh my goodness, these feel good. That may, means that they're easy to clean as well. Easy open, easy clean. Oh, and did I mention, every one of them is custom made for its own window. So they're, they're perfectly fit, matched up with the opening, because windows vary from window to window, even though they may technically be the same size. Tape and bed work ensures that they won't be the same shape and size. And then we come back to sunburst shutters, and they ensure that they will fit perfectly. Oh, my goodness, it's the best of all worlds. Sunburst shutters, made of polywood, available now in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, Waco, and, of course, here at home base in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Phone number is 214-343-2601. They'll bring samples to your home and help you make the decision. That's sunburstshutters.com. 214-343-2601, sunburstshutters.com. News Talk 820, WBAP. 99.5 FM HD2. And WBAP.com. I have something for you for free, something you don't have to worry about. There are no strings attached to it. You're not going to regret having signed up for it. It's Neil Sperry's eGardens, my free electronic newsletter. We publish it each Thursday evening, just a little after 6, maybe 6.03, 6.02. It will come directly to your email. You have to subscribe to it. You have to sign up for it. You do so at my website, neilsperry.com. 
But here's the good news. I'm never going to spam you. You're not going to get any message from me with some kind of sales proposal to you simply because you are an eGarden subscriber. You're not ever going to get a message from anybody of that sort because I don't give or sell your email address to anybody. You will get 52 eGardens newsletters a year. That's what you agree to. That's what I agree to. That's our agreement. Now, here's what eGardens contains. It contains a five stories each week. One of the stories is a featured plant of the week. One of the stories is gardening this weekend, where I point out things that need to be done in that weekend. One of the stories is my answers to your questions. I work about a day each week just doing the Q&A section. And one of the, well, a couple of the stories will be random stories of other topics. We have three guest writers who contribute to eGardens, and so they'll pick their own topics, obviously. That's what eGardens is all about. If you want to see what it looks like so you'll see what you're signing up for, it's right there where you sign up. Go to my website, neilsperry.com. Click on the eGardens tab. You can see the most recent issue, and you can see where you sign up. That's Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L s-p-e-r-r-y dot com click on eGardens I'm Heather with Callaway's Nursery in Flower Mound and we're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening and now back to Neil All right, Heather thank you very very much David in Woodway has, has dropped off I hope he'll call back his question about St. Augustine was a very good one and he would have been coming up within just a minute or so Melinda in the colony goes first Melinda this is Neil good morning Hello, Melinda. Hi there. Yes. <laughs> I just wanted to ask you, um, I live here in the colony, you know, just before, um, you know, uh, Denton, and um, I have some blackfoot daisies in the front of my yard facing the southwest, and, um, and I also have some salvia spires. Um, I think they're called April night or something like that. How do I prepare them for winter? Do I cut them back or do I let them die back? All right. Uh, each plant will be dealt with differently, Melinda, each different type of plant. Uh, what I do in my perennial garden, by the way, I, I will tell you, we've lived in the Dallas-Fort Worth area for a long time. My wife and I came here in 1970. And uh, one of my students that I taught in Ohio in a, in a vocational high school in the late 60s had the 28th house in the colony. It has changed oh. a little bit since Kurt bought his house. <laughs> Good oh. gosh. Oh, yeah. it's amazing. That, that, it really was a colony at that point. They were about 10 <laughs> miles south uh, before you got into Carrollton. Um, yeah. when, when you're dealing with a perennial garden in uh, September and October, uh, you trim it all along to keep it tidy. You prune off any spent flower stalks any seed heads that you don't want, most of them you don't want. So you keep all those pruned off. Any leaves of perennials that are unsightly, for example, uh, if you have cannas that are all chewed up by canna leaf rollers, or if you have um, iris or daylily leaves that have turned brown at their tips, you can trim those. You can, you can trim anything that just isn't attractive and, and that is, is browned. So anything brown can be trimmed. Um, as you go farther into the fall, then more and more things uh, begin to turn brown. For example, hardy hibiscus, mallows, 
begin to get very browned and all of their stems can be, their flowering stems can be cut back pretty dramatically. Um, and, and then when you have your first freeze, a lot of plants will freeze to the ground. Cannas, again, to use them as an example, will freeze completely to the ground. And a couple of days after that happens, uh, and they've, all the mush has drained away from them, you can trim those stems off completely flat to the ground. Chrysanthemums, by comparison, by the time of the first freeze in late November or whenever it happens, uh, they are very woody and they don't turn to mush. But if you look closely at the bottom of a chrysanthemum plant, you'll see new shoots coming up. And this will be true with a lot of plants, your, your uh, fall asters that bloom, the little blue or lavender blue asters. You'll see little plants, plantlets that are down at the base of the, the flowering stems. Those are next year's stems. And right. so you prune above those and, and get the old woody stems that are through blooming, get them out of the way, but you leave the little shoots, the new shoots uh, in place because they'll be next year's growth. So every one of them is handled differently. Now, let's talk about uh, Shasta daisies or some of the other daisies that you might have. They, they don't, other than cutting the flowering stalks off, they don't have the same kind of growth these that we've talked about so you leave them alone and and just uh, trim off anything that turns brown because of cold or whatever but it's okay to have rosettes of, of green leaves down on the ground that's okay if they turn brown during the winter maybe you use your fingers just to kind of pull the dead leaves out of the way uh, one salvia in particular salvia gregi autumn sage uh, is very woody it's it's one perennial i can think of but maybe there's some others I guess bush roses would be in this category. They're kind of perennials. But uh, Salvia gregi, you trim back by half around Valentine's Day, just like you do a bush rose. So it gets pruned differently from all the other perennials. They're all different. They're all different. So so my question is, how, how do I need to cut them back to the ground? I mean, that's what I've done Only in the Only if past. they're brown. Only brown tissue. You know, okay. I, I don't want to say you cut anything completely to the ground. I, I will tell you, practically speaking, yes, you'll do that with cannas, um, and you'll do that with a few plants, but let let the plant tell you if it needs to be cut completely to the ground. Hardy hibiscus mallows will be cut completely to the ground. I don't cut them that far. I cut them to about three inches so I know where they are. I, I, I leave some of the old stems so I can tell where they are. That way okay. I don't go out in, in late March or early April and, and dig a hole to plant something else. And Oh, yikes, I forgot I had that. Right. But they're, they're all different. It, it comes with experience of working with perennials. Okay. All right. So I guess I'll just wait for them to die back, I guess. That's exa or you're, you're constantly, uh, you're out in the perennial garden uh, every week or two keeping things tidy. And, okay. and removing the brown foliage it's, it's, and deadheading the old spent flower stalks. Okay. That's, you know, the, the folks, a lot of people have the mistaken idea that perennials are a lot easier than annuals. And this oh, is no. a good example of that's not the case. They, they take a lot more work than annuals do. Yes, they definitely do. But I, at least I, I enjoy doing it. But, um, oh, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Neil. I appreciate your time. You are very welcome. Take care. Thank you. Okay.
All right, all lines are open. Now, David did not call back with his question about St. Augustine. I'm not even going to try to answer it because I don't have any of the facts of what he was going to ask me about his St. Augustine thinning. I will say that I have uh, left and, and will leave St. Augustine Diagnostics on my website uh, because there are so many questions about St. Augustine. It's uh, certainly the number one category of long questions I get. Uh, number one of all time question I get is uh, how can I get grass to grow in the shade? And uh, that is hands down probably one-fifth of the questions or, or one-sixth of the questions I get. I keep a record of all the questions that, that get called in. And probably one out of every six or seven is, is that. And uh, if you've tried St. Augustine, it's failed, then you need to go to a shade-tolerant ground cover or you need to remove a tree or a tree limb or something. But anyway, that... That covers that. All right, we're going to try to refill the phone lines. Uh, appreciate some calls right now. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is my book. I have it on sale for you for a limited time and uh, trying to uh, achieve a couple of projects. The first one uh, I did announce, and that was uh, to help my wife finish off uh, all of her uh, loans that she took out out to run for re-election to the uh, McKinney ISD School Board. This was her 13th election, and this one cost as much as all the others combined because politics got involved. People started saying, well, what party are you in? That sort of thing, as if that mattered to a second grader going into a classroom. But uh, anyway, the uh, truth of it is uh, it, it took a lot of money to run against the political machine, and, and Lynn Wong, she had 60% uh, of the vote, and and I'm proud of her. She is a hero in our community and, and has worked so hard for public schools. And uh, so I, I put the book on sale to get that finished. And I have another project that I'm working on, and I'll explain that probably next week or the week after. Um, and uh, so for $34.95, my book is yours. And it's a good deal for you, a very good deal for me, I hope. My hope is that you'll find it to be the only gardening reference that you need. Makes a great gift for the holidays or for a birthday or housewarming, whatever. Uh, there are 11 chapters in the book. They cover every aspect of outdoor gardening for every county in the great state of Texas. Uh, 344 pages, 840 of my photographs, more than 25 multi-page charts in the book. Now, chapter one is the basics of gardening in Texas, dealing with the soils of Texas, the climatic zones, hardiness zones, rainfall, that sort of thing. Chapter two is the 48-page calendar telling you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray. If you've ever asked, when should I do this or that, it's covered in chapter two. Chapters three through 11 are very detailed chapters on trees, then shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. All of that in a uh, hardback book printed in Texas and uh, bound in Texas by historic uh, printers and binders. And uh, your satisfaction with the book is fully guaranteed or I'll refund every penny. 82,000 sold, not one request for a refund. I sign every copy as it sells. Uh, for that reason, I have chosen not to put the book in stores or on Amazon. The two ways you can get the book are call my office or go to my website. The office phone number, business hours weekdays, 800-752-GROW. 
800-752-4769. The better way, though, is to order it from my website at neilsperry.com. It's Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening at N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y. We had foundation repairs at the Sperry House several years ago, so I called my friends. I did the same thing I'm suggesting you do. I called Advanced Foundation Repair. They came to our home. Their estimates are always free. Their work is affordable. It always is, not just for me, for you as well. Give them a call, 214-333-0003. If you need foundation help, it's Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003. Thank you, sir. Let me tell you about Whiskey Stone. I do this with a great deal of joy because I like the two guys involved a lot. This is a family business started by, by uh, the patriarch of the family, now run by his son and grandson. Mike and Derek Wisnett have been friends of mine for a long time since Mike showed up at one of my All Texas All Garden shows with truckloads of stone for the exhibitors. Somebody said, you need to meet Mike if you're looking for a stone. This is the guy you need to know. And so I've made a point of meeting him right away, and they've been advertisers ever since. Derek was five then. Now he's a father with children of his own. 22 acres of stone they have in southeast Fort Worth. We're talking about like uh, Beaumont is in southeast Texas. This is way in southeast Fort Worth at uh, 4501 East Loop 820 South. 4501 East Loop 820 South. Open Monday through Saturday, closed on Sundays. They have a stone for every need. If you're doing a retaining wall, if you're doing a patio or a walk or a patio, a, a, pathway of some sort you need to have uh, the the stone from whiskey stone if you need a decorative stone gravel river rock they have it all maybe you're doing a fountain pool decking they have it all you need to go out and look to your heart's content the weather is now beautiful it's a perfect time of year to go to whiskey stone wherever you can hear me they can deliver that's good to know they buy from the finest quarries in the southwest that's whiz q stone 4501 east loop 820 south southeast fort worth 817-429-0822 whiz hyphen q.com it's whiz q stone i'm logan with callaway's nursery in north plano we're your neighborhood garden centers founded right here in the metroplex Callaway sponsors this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Logan, very, very much. That's, uh, I like to say, that's my store. Not like I own any part of it, but but that's the store I go to. I have two stores for which I say that. One of them is uh, is there on 121, the North Plano store, way north in Plano. That's that one. And then on El Dorado Parkway, uh, Jim's store, Jim Burton, Big Jim. Uh, let's go back to our phone lines. We have David. We have found David in Waco. Hello, David. Come in, David. Hey, good morning, Neil. I hope you're having a blessed day. I am. Thanks for calling back. How can I help you? Well, you know, uh, I've got about 9,200 square feet of St. Augustine. Uh, wow. And my whole yard is covered in trees, pecans and crepes and all that kind of such stuff. And I've taken out a couple of trees to, to let some more sunlight get in. But all of a sudden, uh, I just get bare spots and 
and some of them are getting big, and it's not chinch bugs because uh, I have a, a the, the lawns irrigated. Uh, I mean, and and uh, all the fertilizers are put down. I have trees and shrub treatments that they do, uh, and it's just I don't know why it's thinning out in some places. Okay. Um... Let me tell you the things that are the most insidious um, and the hardest to diagnose. And, and I'm going to start with those because this is a, a real problem with St. Augustine. And, and the, the biggest problem is just in figuring out what is going wrong with it. I had St. Augustine for, in, in our yard for 45 years, 43 years. I don't have it anymore. I've, I've changed over to shade tolerant ground cover, and that may give you a clue as to where I'm headed. I started with yeah. Bermuda. We're, we're in a pecan forest where, where you have live oaks, we have pecans. And the boys and I played, our sons and I played football on Bermuda grass in our yard for a while. And then the pecans got too big and the Bermuda thinned out. So I planted St. Augustine and it did quite well for about 20 years. And then it began to get thin. And so I removed some of the bottom branches on my pecans and that worked for a while and then it began to get thin again and then i realized i'm not going to win this battle it's a a race to infinity and it's it's or almost infinity and it's winning and so i changed to ground cover uh, so that's one thing it's it's hard to recognize it's it's hard to there there is a a fine point where saint augustine says okay i'm done this is this is just not enough sunlight for me and yeah i think that I think that amount of sunlight varies depending on how, how far north you are in Texas. People in Houston can get by with less sunlight than we can because our lawns are hurt uh, by the, the cold in the winter and they have to start over in the spring. In Waco, you're a little better off because you're not quite as cold as we are, but you're not as well off as, as Houston is. So that's the first thing I'd look at is if, if you get, if you look at these thinning areas, does it get worse the shadier it gets as you get closer to a tree trunk somewhere? I'd rule that one out first. So that's one thing. The second thing I would think about is, is this happening at a set time of the year? Because there are two diseases that are really kind of hard to diagnose, hard to recognize, that have become big problems. One of them is in, the, in April, May, and that's take all patch, take all root rot. And the other is gray leaf spot in the heat of the summer. Uh, don't let anybody put nitrogen on your St. Augustine in the heat of the summer because it will exacerbate gray leaf spot. And so that one has become a real problem in the last 20, 25 years. So has take all root rot. And uh, that's been a real problem in, uh, in April and May. It's a cool season disease. Both of these uh, uh, diseases cause the grass to develop kind of a yellowed cast like it needs to be fertilized and that's why you put the nitrogen on in the summer and that's the worst thing you can do in the spring you put nitrogen on because you fertilize in the spring that's what we do and it doesn't do any good it makes the, the healthy grass look better but it shows up the sick grass even worse and uh, so as a result uh, we're stuck the uh, I want to pick it up at that point. I don't want to try to rush the rest of the answer. Can you wait through the newscast and let me finish on the other side? Would that work? No, but I'll listen to you. Uh, uh, okay, and, uh, I, I got to run. I got a newscast coming, but you need the fungicide 
disease eggs from, from Scott's and, and that might help. We'll be back. <laughs> 